The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carlos Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace, where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I'm Carla Swanigan, and I am so glad that you're joining us on the show today. This show is going to be all about really encouragement through the holidays. You know, I love Christmas. I love the new year. I I mean, I love Thanksgiving. I love everything about the holidays, but I know that, um, there are times in my life when the holidays have been hard for me because I was struggling with something. And so I can only assume that some of our listeners can relate to what I'm talking about today. When I say sometimes the holidays can be hard, you know, not just because we have crazy relatives. Sometimes we are the crazy relative. Who knows? But um, holidays can just be a tough time for people. You know, if you think about it, sometimes people might be lonely. You know, it might be hard for them to enjoy the holidays because they feel alone. Or it might be tough because, you know, this is their first holiday where they're mourning the loss of a loved one. They might have lost someone close to them a spouse or a family member or a dear friend or even a child. Um, And this is their first holiday, you know, walking through that while they're still grieving that loss. And some people are struggling with, you know, a recent health crisis. They may have gotten um, a bad diagnosis. You know, a lot of people um, might be recovering from cancer or going through their first chemo treatments or even um, dealing with like a diabetes diagnosis. You never know. But, um, I'm just very aware this year, maybe more than in years past. And I really felt like God had it, put it on my heart all week this week to really be lifting up people that the holidays might not be such a jolly time for them. You know, it might be more of a struggle. And when you're trying to, um, pretend that everything is hunky dory and be Susie sunshine, but on the inside, you're really struggling with something that can be even an extra burden on your life. So I really want to, um, I want to talk to the people that might be struggling through the holidays. That's what I call it. Cause you're just getting through, you know, each day as you're just trying to get through it. Um, I want to talk to people that are dealing with that, but I also want to talk to our listeners that may not be experiencing that. They may be like me and having a, you know, happy holiday this year so far, but they know somebody I guarantee you in your life, you know, somebody that may be feeling lonely, that may be having a struggle, that may be going through a health crisis this holiday or or a million other things that I didn't mention that's making it hard for them. And they're struggling through the holidays instead of enjoying the holiday. So I just want us to, even if we're not struggling with our own thing, I want us to be aware of friends or loved ones or family members that might be having a struggle and how we can help them. You know, I always look to the word When I'm going through something, because that's what really helps me. I find encouragement in the word. That's one of the things that I do. And what I notice in the book of Psalms, which is like my go-to book, you know, I love it so much. What I notice 
again, is David. He's one of my favorite people in the Bible. And I don't think it's because he was king or um, any of that other stuff. What I love the most about David is his vulnerability and transparency in the scriptures. Man, he just laid it all out there. I love how authentic he is, how real he is. Um, I can so relate to that because I feel like that gives me permission and it models for me how to talk to the Lord and to be real with the Lord because you guys, let's face it, he knows what's in our heart anyways, right? We always talk about that. Um, how important it is in our real relationship with God to let him see and be real with us. Let him see and hear from us what's really going on in our hearts because he knows anyways. So one of the first things that I would say to help us if we're struggling for the holidays and to encourage people that are struggling during the holidays is get before the Lord like David did in the Psalms and just pour it all out to him because that's what he did. You know, if you look in one of my favorite Psalms is Psalms 27, and I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation, but in my translation and probably in your translation as well, this Psalm is titled Fearless Faith. And this is before David became king. You know, this is when um, he's still going through all of his hardships that he was going to even prior before prior to get into the palace. You know, he's being hunted down by King Saul and, and his army. And he's having David's having his own struggles and he's hiding out in caves and and just going through all kinds of hardship and persecution. And so I just want to read a little bit so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about when I say pour it out out before the Lord. So we're going to pick up in verse three of Psalms 27. My heart will not be afraid. Even if an army rises to attack, I know that you are there for me. So I will not be shaken. Here's the one thing I crave from God. The one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer in his shelter in the day of trouble. That's where you'll find me for he hides me there in his holiness. He has smuggled me into a secret place where I'm kept safe and secure out of reach from all my enemies triumphant. Now I'll bring him my offerings of praise, singing and shouting with ecstatic joy. Yes, listen, and you can hear the fanfare of my shouts of praise to the Lord. God, hear my cry. Show me your grace Show me mercy and send the help I need. Lord, when you say to me, seek my face, my inner being responded, I'm seeking your face with all my heart. So don't hide yourself, Lord, when I come to find you. You're the God of my salvation. How can you reject your servant in anger? You've been my only hope. So don't forsake me now when I need you. Don't forsake me now when I need you. See you guys. That's verse nine. There he is pouring his heart out. Before the Lord, talking to God about what he's going through. And we're going to pick back up in 10. My father and mother abandoned me. I'm like an orphan, but you took me in and made me yours. Now teach me all about your ways and tell me what to do. Make it clear for me to understand, for I'm surrounded by waiting enemies. Don't let them defeat me, Lord. You can't let me fall into their clutches. They keep accusing me of things I've never done while they plot evil against me. Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time so that I can see once again how good you are while I'm still alive. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting for he will never disappoint you. So that's Psalms 27. 
And that's all the way um, through the end of the Psalm through 14. But you guys, he says throughout here, he's praising God, but he's also saying, Hey God, take care of me, help me, protect me from my enemies. People are falsely accusing me. Um, you know, help me. I'm feeling discouraged. And that's what I am trying to say to, um, us today, all of us, even myself, I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, we need to remember that we can keep it real with God, just like David did. He's heard it all. He's seen it all. He knows it all. And he is for you and not against you. And so pour it out. Don't hold back, you know, let him hear everything that you have to say, keep it real with him. Um, that's what David did. And that worked for him. You know, another verse that comes to my mind is Isaiah 33 verse two. And it says, Oh Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in the time of distress. And when I'm having, when I'm going through something hard, you guys, that's what I do. I just say, Oh my gosh, Lord, I need you this morning. I need you to give me strength just to get through today. Like I can't even look at tomorrow. I am having such a hard time right now. I feel like I'm in crisis mode. I need you to give me strength just to get through this day. And that's what this verse here is talking about in Isaiah, you know, be our strength, our salvation every morning in our time of trouble. So if you look throughout the word, there's all kinds of times in the Psalms that David was crying out to the Lord in distress here, Isaiah in Isaiah, he's talking to the Lord, asking him to be his strength. And I just love that verse in Psalms 27, 13, where he says to the Lord, I totally trust you to rescue me one more time. Once again, you are good. You are showing your goodness to me while I am still alive. So I get into the word. I, I get real with God. I tell him exactly how I'm feeling in my prayer time. And, and, um, I keep it real with him. That's one of the ways that I encouraged myself through my struggles and, and through hard times, especially during the holidays, which is what we're talking about on the show today. And then the other thing I do is I lay all that out before the Lord and then I let him fill me up with his peace. And I'll just tell you the real practical way that I do that is I, I pour all that stuff out. I just empty it all out before him. How I'm, how I'm feeling. If I'm scared, if I'm sad, if I'm depressed, if I'm anxious, if I'm angry, if I'm frustrated, like lately, some, I'll just tell you one of the struggles I've been going through lately is I've really been struggling with disappointment, you know? And I think that, um, Sometimes our expectations can set us up for disappointment. We, um, like for me in my own life and even in my ministry, I've expected some things to happen that I have not seen happen yet. I'm still believing God for those things. I have not lost faith, but some days it's just really hard, you know, to keep believing, especially in the face of disappointment. And so I've been having to lay that disappointment at his feet these past few weeks and say, okay, Lord, this is not what I thought it was going to look like. This is not where I thought I was going to be um, at this point in my life, at this point in my ministry. But at the same time, I trust you with your timing. And I know your timing is perfect, God, but I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm disappointed and I don't want to pretend like I'm not. I don't want to try and hide that from you. I want you to help me with it. And so I lay that disappointment at his feet and then I let him fill me up with his peace. And so that's what I want to say. The next thing is to get into the word, get real with him, pray and pour it all out to him. Like David did in the Psalms and then get before him after you pour it all out and let him fill you up each day with his peace. And one of my favorite verses about that is second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. 
And it's that verse that talks about our weaknesses, right? And it says, that is why for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses and hardships and persecutions and difficulties, because when I am weak, then you are strong. And God fills us with his peace. He fills us with his strength, like we were talking about, to get through that day. And that's exactly what that verse in 2 Corinthians is talking about. And then another verse that I love that really encourages me when I need strength, when I need encouragement, when I'm dealing with disappointment, is Isaiah 41, verse 10. This is one of my like life verses, you guys. It's one of my all-time go-to verses. I've mostly got it memorized, but I'm going to read it for you today so I quote it accurately. Isaiah 41, 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. And I will, I'll read that verse when I'm letting God fill me with his peace and fill me with the strength that I need for that day with, for whatever difficulty or struggle I'm going through. And then I will actually like the way I do it is I'll say it back to him and I'll say, God, you know what? I'll just start making declarations and I'll say, you know what? I'm not going to fear. Because your word says right here in Isaiah 41, 10, that you are with me and I'm not going to be afraid because you're my God. And I know that you're going to strengthen me and you're going to help me and you're going to hold on to me with your righteous right hand. And I'm telling you, if you will declare that stuff, say it back to him, it's more than just reading the word. You guys reading the word is awesome. It gets it into you. Um, it gets it into your heart and mind, but you know what? Speaking the word out loud. We've talked about this before literally changes the atmosphere. It transforms me on the inside and on the outside. I find that, um, just by speaking that out, I start feeling better. I start having fresh faith. It brings encouragement. It brings that peace and that strength that we're talking about. And it will do the same for you. So that's Isaiah 41 verse 10. That should be like on your go-to list of verses to, to pray and, and to read over yourself when you're feeling weak and you're feeling like you're struggling with something and you just need some fresh strength. Another one that I really love to speak over to myself when I'm struggling with something and this is one that I did just the other day is um, Deuteronomy 31 verse eight. And it says, the Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. And again, that's, I'll read that, but then I'll speak it back. I'll say it out loud and I'll talk to myself. You know, we've talked about that before having some self-talk. You guys, we have all these negative things coming at us all the time. Um, the enemy speaking negativity to us, um, the world, sometimes there's negative stuff going on and, um, it's so important to speak back life and truth over yourself. So I'll, I'll grab Deuteronomy 31 and I'll just say it right back. I'll do some self-talk and I'll be like, you know what, Carla, here's the deal. God is with you. He's already gone before you. He knew that you were going to be here today and he is with you. And I'll say, he's not going to leave me. He's not going to you know, forsake me ever. He's not going to leave me hanging. I say that a lot. Actually, he's not going to leave me hanging. God is for me. I'm not going to be afraid or discouraged. And when I start feeling those feelings again of, of fear and discouragement, I just lay it right back down and give it back to the Lord. I'm saying, Nope, Nope, Nope. I'm not going to be afraid or discouraged. I'm going to let the Lord strengthen me and give me peace. So I highly recommend having some go-to verses. Um, when I was first studying the Bible and getting back in the word with the Lord, um, I would write down on index cards verses that really spoke to me and I would carry them around with me. Um, I would carry them in my purse. I had some in my car. I taped some to my bathroom mirror so that I would have those verses 
that I could just go to immediately without hesitation because at the time I couldn't remember, you know, where any verses were. I didn't have anything memorized. I just knew that I needed that encouragement. I need that strength, especially when I was going through a crisis. So that's really important to let him fill you with this peace and to speak the word over yourself. And then another thing that I, I do when I'm, I'm really struggling and, it, and I think it especially would help us during the holidays is I phone a friend, you know, um, just like that TV show that used to be on, uh, who wants to be a millionaire, I think is the name of it. And, and I'll even say to the Lord, I'll talk to the Lord first. I'll pray. I'll get in the word. But then the next thing I do is, okay, it's time to phone a friend because listen, God created us for community. He did not create us to be an Island. We're not meant to be alone. And so you've got to have those friends. I call them my level five friends, right? That you can reach out to in a time of crisis or when you're feeling discouraged that you can be vulnerable and transparent and authentic with. And I'll phone a friend and say, Hey, listen, Susie, I'm going through a really hard time and here's what's going on in my life. And I did that just this week. I'm dealing with a lot of disappointment. You know, I feel like this and I feel like that. And and I'll just share with that person specifics about what I'm going through and I won't sugarcoat it. I'll be real with them. Like I was with the Lord and I'll say, I'll re- I really need you to speak some truth to me right now and to speak life to me. And, I, and, and I just, I need you to, you know, tell me that this is not going to be this way forever. I need some encouragement. And then you, those friends that you call, those are the people in your life that have seen God move on your behalf in the past. And they can remind you of all the times that God's come through for you. They can, they can remind you that this season will not go on forever. Um, they can even like speak prophetic things over you, things that they see on your life that they know God is doing. And those phone calls, you guys seriously are, they are truly lifelines. Okay. To quote the show, it is a lifeline and you've got to have that. Like I said, we are built for community. We're meant to be in relationship. And then the other thing is after you've poured your heart out to them and they've spoken life to you, get some prayer, get some ministry, have that person pray for you. Have your friend on the phone pray for you before you hang up, meet them for coffee, have them pray for you in person, and then go to your church, wherever you're a member, wherever is your church home, go and get some prayer ministry. You know, um, I know a lot of churches after the service, they have altar ministry. You can go up and get prayer. You guys don't, um, be afraid to do that. Don't be embarrassed to do that. We all need ministry. We all go through struggles just because I'm at a high right now with the holidays and I'm I'm not dealing with some major crisis doesn't mean that I haven't struggled before and haven't struggled on the holidays before. And so go and get help, go and get ministry, get counseling. If you need it, whatever it is, don't sit there in your house by yourself, especially during the holidays when it can be an even more emotionally heavy time. If you're already going through something hard, because the worst thing that you can do is isolate yourself. And that's what I want to say to you next is don't isolate, you know, um, Get into community. If you don't belong to a church, find a small group that you can like stick your toe in the water, you know, get started somewhere, find a group that, um, that you feel safe with and that you can feel connected to. If if you don't have a church or don't know of a church that you can go to, but you know, some friends that love the Lord and, and walk with Jesus, you know, reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, can you recommend some churches to me? Do you like the church you go to, you know, maybe go with them the first time. But don't sit home alone. Don't isolate. The enemy loves to keep us isolated. And the Lord wants us and created us for community. So really get connected. um, Get some prayer ministry. Call a friend. Get before the Lord. Do all those things. And then the other thing I want to say to you is the most important thing. If you are struggling through the holidays, I want you to remember this. This will not go on forever. 
God is for you. He sees you. You are not alone. This is just a season that you're going through. And so I want to say to you today, to all of you who are listening, who might be struggling, don't give up. Don't give up. And I want to say that numbers 23, 19 is the verse that I really felt like the Holy spirit put in my heart to share with you today. And I'm going to read it from the NIV and it says, God is not human. He is not a man that he should lie. He's not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? And that's from numbers 23 verse 19. You know, God is for you. He is not against you. I don't know what you're going through, but he sees you and he cares about you. And I just want to give you some fresh hope today. You know, um, he is in every detail of your life and he wants to hear from you. He wants you to reach out to him. He doesn't want you to feel like you're all alone because you're not. Um, I really want you to know that there is hope and breakthrough coming your way. Um, I know a lot of people, I, I read a lot of different things on the internet encouragements and I follow a bunch of people on social media that are in ministry and the big prophetic word for 2017 that I kept seeing all over the place was this is the year of breakthrough. And what that meant to me, especially at the beginning of 2017 was, you know, this is the year that things that I have been believing God for and waiting on God for, I was going to start seeing some breakthrough in those areas. I was going to start seeing some healing in my body, some open doors for my ministry, some relationship reconciliations and, um, just all kinds of different things that I was believing for myself, but also for my family and my friends, you know, the things that I have been praying for them and believing God for, for them. And so that's part of what I was saying earlier, where that disappointment had creeped in. Cause here I am at the end of the year and I feel like I've sure I've seen some movement in some big areas and I'm so grateful for that. And I had to like stop and take a minute and realize, Oh wait, God did do that. You know, I have seen some movement. And so that was an important step to like realize that it's not as bad as I think it is. And it's not as hopeless as I think God has done some things, but there are still some areas that are really important to me and really important in the lives of my friends and families that I'm believing God for that I have not seen yet, you know? And so I was dealing with that disappointment and I just had to, like I said, I had to get before the Lord and give that to him. And one of the things I said to him just this morning before I even came to the studio to do the show was Lord, I need some fresh hope. I really need some fresh hope from you and some of these areas that I am feeling this disappointment. And that's what I want to give you guys today. Um, the scripture that, that came to my mind after I prayed that prayer was from first Peter chapter five, verse 10. And it says, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And when the Lord led me to that verse, it just really blessed me because it it's to me, it's him acknowledging. I know that you're going to suffer while you're on this earth. I know that it's not perfection like heaven's going to be, but Carla, I need you to remember that this is temporary. Not only is this season that you're going through that you're feeling this disappointment in, temporary, but your life on this earth is temporary and heaven is eternal. 
It's forever, you guys. And I felt like God was really saying this suffering that you're feeling really is only going to last for a little while in comparison to eternity. And then I loved what he says in the last part of that verse. It says, Christ himself will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And that's what really um, ministered to my heart when I thought of the fact that Christ himself is moving on my behalf. He's moving mountains for me. He's making a way for me. He's bringing breakthrough for me. He's bringing healing and restoration for me. But not only that, you guys, it's Christ himself, right? I mean, if you're a visual person like me, just imagine the Lord Jesus standing next to you right now in your circumstance, fighting on your behalf, restoring you, renewing you, because that's what he wants to do. And that's what he is going to do. So I encourage you with fresh hope. I want to pray for you right now in the name of Jesus, God, I lift up everyone listening that might be struggling these holidays. And I, I just pray peace and fresh hope and encouragement and healing and restoration and that you would strengthen them and renew them even now as they're listening, Lord. And Father, I pray for, for others that may not be struggling, but know people that are. And I pray that you would show them how to pray for them and how to encourage their friends and family members that are struggling. I pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find out more about us at carlaswanigan.com. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Please go to carlaswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carlaswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan 